Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Divine Mind Group and the Orion Mind School of the Prophets. I'm Jim Davis, your moderator. Tonight is Sunday, the 3rd of September, 2017. Tonight's speaker is Gary Ray, which is also known as the White Wolf. And whenever you're ready, brother. I got you. Thank you kindly. Now, you going to mute everything and unmute just one side until we have a clean recording? Yes, sir. If you just give me one sec, I'll do that right now. I'm staying. You're, you're good to go, brother. I appreciate that. I thank you kindly. Good evening, everybody. Uh, well, like the fellow said, uh, Deweyville is not a good place to live at this time. <laughs> Uh, the water is uh, really steadily rising. Uh, matter of fact, barn wire uh, up on uh, Sabine is uh, going to crest. It hadn't got to crest yet. And uh, down at Deweyville, it's still about oh foot and a half, two foot over flood stage. And uh, I don't know if we've lost the post office this time or not. The last one we did in 2016, a year ago. We lost the post office, but uh, folks in Orange, Beaumont, Port Arthur, Bridge City, quite possibly Nederland, and uh, a good chunk of the Golden Triangle down there. Friend, let me tell you, they're in bad shape. And uh, there's areas that it's gone down, you know, when they started recovering. But uh, they figure it'll be at least two weeks before they can get actual running water because of the submersion knocked out their main pumps. And they got a makeshift rig in there and uh, trying to get some water back out, but they're under full-blown ball advisory. And uh, matter of fact, I-10 and I-12, or uh, Louisiana 12, are still closed, and I would imagine the one out of uh, Leesville going across uh, there at uh, Burr's Ferry, I would imagine that it's probably closed, too. Uh, the, uh, the weather there is, is good right now. We were supposed to have it start raining today for the next four or five days. We'll see, but everything should hopefully be okay. Uh, Houston on the west side, uh, that Corps of Engineers commander told him, he said, look, you're under a mandatory evac, you can get out and get out now. Your houses are still in the floodplain, and with us having to open up uh, Barker and Attic's uh, reservoirs, he said it's going to flood because, see, all of the west and southwest side of Houston is absolutely a floodplain. They were never supposed to build any. But... Uh, 
because Houston doesn't have any building code regulations, uh, the developers just sold the floodplain. You know, it's like selling you the bottom of the creek. Uh, it's dry right now, but uh, first right out of the box, you know, I mean, you're liable to have 15, 20 feet of water in there. And uh, they told him, well, it, it, it's, it's already flooded. He said, folks, if this thing comes like it does or one of those levees break, he said, you're going to be under 85 feet of water. Now get the damn hell out of there. And uh, so they finally figured it out, and they decided they'd leave. Oh, no, I'm not under underwater. Uh, uh, we left Deweyville, and uh, I'm at the farm in Louisiana, and uh, we're high and dry. I mean, we've been blessed every corner we've turned. I told them to go get water, and I went with them, and we got everything ahead of time before it happened. And uh, we've just been sitting back up here in the woods just uh, uh, enjoying ourselves. Got plenty of food, never lost no power, never lost internet. Uh, everything's fine. So, uh, but you pray about it. You put the dome around you, and you can affect everything. Atmosphere is moisture, is it not? Your human body is 90% water. Well, if you can use your mind to change and alter the molecular structure and implant an intent into physical water, don't you understand? You can do it into your mind. You can do it into the air. You can do it into the atmosphere. It's all but your intent. You only have to use 5% of the conscious mind to direct the entire ship of state of your head. The 95% that you've been throttling around on is your latent memory that's been in there from programming even during the time that you were in the womb. It's like the Chinese had taught for 4,000 years. They, they would impregnate an infant's mind in the womb in the last trimester. Egyptian priests knew there was a 120-minute gate during the night. And so they would read to the sleeping priest that had given the program to be able to remember, record, retain, and recall at any time to it, including the future, but especially beginning today, and they would drop off to sleep. We discovered that and reaffirmed that during World War II uh, with guys on radio watch, and we uh, had it developed what was known as sleep learning. And uh, here again, this is just rediscovering ancient mechanisms of thought and just how powerful your mind is. Well, uh, everybody here has been taught to put the dome up. So we put it over the, the three trust properties that are here together in my aunt's place. And uh, it doesn't fall on or mess up our fences. Uh, our, our trees, if they go down, they're in a place that it, didn't hurt anything, and uh, everything else around the, the farmhouse and the sewing rooms and and uh, Misty's trailer that uh, she's brought to the farm so that when they're over here, they can stay in it when they're working construction. And uh, the, uh, the travel uh, trailer that she bought, the big, nice one, uh, everything there is in good shape. All the cattle, sheep, horses, everything's fine. And uh, so we've been really blessed, you know. I mean, it's it's been a it's been a, a, a situation that we never even had to had to deal with. Only thing is that I can't get to the bank, uh, but that's okay. I've got enough on standby that uh, uh, I'm good to go, no problem at all. And 
yet I can write, you know, checks on what I want out of the trust account or whatever. But uh, nevertheless, uh, I had, uh, Jim and I, different ones have been talking, and uh, especially last week we brought up the fact that you could, by your intent, impregnate water. And yet, on our call that uh, was... uh, Seemed like uh wasn't last week, wasn't the week before. Must have been around the uh, it must have been called three seventy two. Tonight we prayed for the little girl out in uh, California. And what we did was we literally effected a shift in her DNA influence instructions, chromosome, genetic code. See, they're not the powerhouse and, and I sent you some DVDs yesterday with Bruce Lipton and I reaffirmed the ones from that lady, that uh, the psychiatrist, uh, excellent way to remove blocks and limitations that you picked up even when you were, say, a child. And uh, once you go back and see them and expand them, just do like she says, just a little simple in and out. Once you look at it, you shine the bright light of truth on it, so to speak, it loses its power. It uh, it cannot take and... Uh, and fight against you uh, because of the fact it, you've neutralized it. Uh, it's it's like somebody's going to tell a secret on you. Well, as long as you want to keep the secret a secret, they got power over you. But if you've already opened up and let everybody know what the secret is, and they come in and tell you, man, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell on you. So, but tell them what? Why don't you tell? Them? How many of y'all have already heard this story? Oh man, you come out let the air out of the balloon. You just did. And so you'll hear many of them say, well, there is now no continuing priesthood. They're referring to the Levite line through Aaron. Well, (laughs) that may be true. That may be true. Jim, what are we getting feedback on? You shouldn't be getting feedback. You're the only one that's on the phone, brother. Everybody else is muted. Okay, everything, but every now and then I'm getting one that'll come back and it sound like I'm in a sub and uh, I'm hearing a, a sonar echo respond, you know. <laughs> but nevertheless, um, there's two types of priests. You had the Melchizedek priest, which is also in reality the Nazarite. The Nazarite, the Nazarene, or the Nazarene, you'll hear him say, and that's why I keep telling you, you have to go to the Gnostic Nasenes, N-A-S-E-N-N-E-S, not the Essenes. The Nasenes were of those of that Nazarite, that true Naga serpent, that high-level energy mindset and line. See, uh, a lot of people can go in and offer a sacrifice, shall we say, in the outer court. But then there's a higher level or order that knows how to go in, and they go in to where the menorah and its seven lights are. Well, those are your seven chakras. It's gold because you're accessing the, uh, the divinity of enlightenment symbolized by that menorah, that golden candlestick. 
and the lights are because you have consciously turned on the frequency and ignited or set the, the candle like uh, burning in each of those aspects of the chakral system, uh, the endocrine gland system, the ductless glands. And uh, then you have uh, partaken of the showbread that's bitter on the outside. It may uh, be uh, against your normal way of thinking, initially speaking, but if you can get into it a little bit, it's sweet as honey inside. And you have to change that every seven days, every week. The reason is, is you've got to continually grow in your mind and add new thoughts and ideas and concepts to it. Um, that's why um, I never stop studying I mean, I'll be wearing videos out and this and that and the other out, and but I program my mind in such a way by my confession that I am always led to things, thoughts, ideas, people, videos, something that is going to give or trigger the insight that I'm looking for and that my mind will respond to me in the conscious range and enlighten the Jesus aspect, the Isa aspect. Because until the conscious mind is enlightened, that uh, Zeus, Pater Vitaris, Jupiter, Sol, Invictus, the invincible sun, until that's been illuminated, you're walking in darkness. You don't see. And until you get that aspect enlightened, the Holy Ghost can't come because the Holy Ghost is the right mind. You will not know how to access it. See, a lot of priests now, once they go in, they go back to the altar of incense, and, and it's a, it's shittim wood or acacia wood overlaid with gold, and they would burn the incense, and incense is symbolic of the term or the word term, alleluia. In other words, praise Yahweh. It's a state of possession. I'm not going to ask you for it. I'm thanking you because I already got it. Well, that is the type of sacrifice, the incense of praise, thanks, that allows you to pass beyond the veil, the limitation, into the real most holy place, just like going in past the uh, cervix into the uterus. And um, if you know how to do that, then you could carry the offering directly into the aspect of the Ark of the Covenant and uh, you might call that the Osiren throne or seat of power because it's the same basic thing. And what's happening is that in reality you sat on it because your tailbone, holy bone, your body, uh, the chakral system, uh, the tree of life is your spine, yet it's got uh, two energies, male and female, positive and negative, flow up it. And the God of all the earth is at the top enthroned, and that's why you'll see a big pearl up there, the the pearl, the wisdom, uh, uh, you know, the great, uh, pearl of great price. What was it? It's the treasure found in the field. What field? The field of your mind. And uh, as such, once you understand and you send that power out by your directed will or decree, your intent, it goes out into the two olive branches that stand by the God of all the earth. Well, you're the God of all creation in the earth, the realm of dimensional matter that you're dwelling in. It's true we're all connected, but you literally control your world, whether you realize it or not. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Well, out of the abundance of the heart, every issue of life comes forth. That's why the Messiah, the enlightened state, realized that and had to wash this subconscious realm like going back with this lady and, and with Bruce Lipton 
and going back and eradicating or removing the limitations that are back there because until you do, the foundation for your house of belief and power is incomplete. It's like having sand back there instead of a true rock of stable, knowledgeable law because you've got that either or, that sweet and bitter water effect, uh, um, maybe like, maybe not uh, in there. And so you learn to remove that. So you're presenting this subconscious mind equated and called a woman uh, to yourself as a chaste virgin. Uh, chaste in the sense that uh, she's pure, nothing else is impregnated or altered the thought mechanism. Um, and uh, she's a virgin, she's open, she's receptive to bring forth uh, continuously. Uh, as in Yava Yiri, she is your infinite and everlasting provision. Mama's the teacher of the house. That's what the woman is. And so everything about this, if you understand it, uh, there's usually three levels of understanding and interpretation. One of them is a literal. One of them is like a, the shadow body, just like the three vimanas. It's a subconscious uh, vehicle brought forth. But that higher self, that luminous body, that true Merkaba, that's spirit, the mind teaching. It's not might or power, it's by my spirit, saith Yod Hey Bob Hey. Look, the formula is Yod Hey Bob Hey. The power is the knowledge that whenever you apply it, it never fails because your right and left hemispheres are built on the stability of the knowledgeable rock of the Ten Commandment Law, five on the right and five on the left. So you've got your five senses under control from the right hemisphere. You've got your five senses under control from your left hemisphere. And now by just 5% of, of, of directed, willful intent, you can steer the entire ship, the state, wherever in the thunder you want to go. Past, present, and future, it's right here, right now. It's always open to you. But you see, the Nazarite, the male or Melchizedek lineage of priests can go in behind that veil and they can alter, they can twist, they can turn, male, the chi, the energy. Zedek, they're the gate opener, the door opener. They know how to go in and out and find the pasture. They're the sheep of the house that hear the true and faithful voice. Where are they going to hear it? Behind the veil. They're in communion. Where's the priest go? You're the oracle. You're going to go in there because you're going to come back out and declare and reveal what you have seen so it's for the good of the people. They're all our brothers and sisters. We all want. Many of them are just flat ignorant. They don't know it. Now, with that knowledge in mind, as you go into this... Uh, is my voice going in and out? I uh, I don't know what else to do to it. Just sitting my phone. I'm just kind of floating the boat on this one here. Um, uh, but can, uh, nevertheless, um, if you can you, keep it kind of close to you, brother, I mean, it sounds pretty clear. Okay. All right. Well, I'll do my best. Uh, how about right now, Jim? Is this okay? Yeah, it sounds really clear, and it sounds good. Okay, very good. Well, anyway, <clears throat> as you begin to understand what you are, you're understanding the concept 
that's told in a story of a priesthood and a tabernacle as your conscious mind entertaining the subconscious mind or the unconscious mind and um, the superconscious mind going behind this veil, this veil of the high understanding. And uh, see, uh, it's like the three orders of the priesthood, but there is a fourth. And so uh, as you go higher and higher in understanding, you gain the ability to uh, exercise more directed will and intent. Okay, now here's the secret. Let's say that you get the insight, and one shall put a thousand to flight. You realize that if your mind, you've focused and concentrated it, and your will and your intent is directed, you outweigh a thousand people in thought, and therefore what you think, their ideas and concepts will be uh, in harmony with the true law that you're applying, and you will be able to control and direct or redirect that situation. Well, if you've got two aspects, remember you've got 12 faculties of thought there, and the 13th is a driving force. So you keep that wrapping this up. We already know, and they know. Even Bruce Lipton brings it out. He'll tell you that, uh, or the lady, uh, two or three people that can concentrate with pure intent, you can change two to 300 million people. Your mind is that powerful. That's what they don't want you to know. See, they want you to keep looking at the limitation in the physical. The physical can only occur. That's the race unconsciousness. That is the mass paradigm, the mass matrix. They don't know how to come out of it. They're caught up, and uh, they're still taking the blue pill. But somebody's got to take the red pill. You've got to get on fire and build this flame in you if you're going to be uh, the true light. Even, you've got it, but damn it, till you pull the shade off of it, hide your light under a bushel No. What are you going to do? You're going to pull that bucket off, that bushel off, and you're going to let it shine. And so all these little symbols and songs were telling the secret of, uh, of how to overcome and be victorious. Um, you can take, let's say, a, a sick body. Well, I already know that you and I are not that body. That is the house that was developed or built for you and I to walk in. And we know and have been able to prove that uh, if you can uh, speak to and deal with uh, someone that's passed over or uh, it comes back, we know that uh, they're, not, uh, they're not dead in the sense that people think of it. It's just that they've laid down that house of clay, that uh, body of skin. Okay, skin. What about skin? Well, the largest organ of the entire body is called the membrane, the skin, the superficial exterior skin as a membrane. Well, mem. Mem is a female aspect. She is the center pivot letter in the Hebrew letters of 22. Brain, as in B-R-A-I-N, and not just a cellophane membrane, so to speak. In test, we done, uh, Bruce talked about a guy, you know, taking 30, 40 miles apart, but hell, we had one that we took, and uh, we took samples here in the States, and uh, they had the medium and culture ready, and they sent a gut cell to the Fiji Islands. 
And uh, once they had everything set up, uh, they brought the individual in in the lab, and uh, they stimulated him with electricity. And the gut cell in Fiji reacted, and you could read it. So they said, well, dang. Let's stimulate the gut cell and see if he can feel it back in the States. Sure enough, they did, and he did. A girl, Bruce, tells about uh, the fact that she had had a heart transplant. And she started developing uh, dreams because you technically are a part of uh, whatever you put into your body because they're two different things, two different entities. And uh, that's why you have to keep taking anti-rejection drugs and things of that nature because it's not the same. But anyway, she started having dreams about being murdered. And so finally, uh, they were distressed about it, and they got around, they got to talking to the police about it, and uh, they began to check, and they found out that the girl she got her heart from had been murdered. So she would mind the dreams that would come to her and related the information to the police authorities, and they literally hunted down the guy that killed her from those dreams, then the dreams went away. So we can see right there that the heart, even though it was disconnected from a brain mind of the girl that previously that heart belonged to, the heart still had thinking cells in it. And until certain situations were accomplished, it would manifest. <clears throat> and so um, as you begin to look at this um, yeah 11 a thousand will fall at your right uh, at your side and 10,000 at your right hand but it shall not come nigh unto thee that's correct because you see this is the principle that was used in 1st 3rd Battalion wormhole squadron remote view they would uh, teach them how to inflict or put their thought in a concentrated pure form into the individual that was attacking or attempting to shoot them, they could make them miss. Um, MJ sent out a deal, they were calling it Kong Energy. It's an offshoot of uh, Qigong, Qigong, and uh, uh, Dimac and uh, Shenzhen, Mind Science, a combination of several aspects of martial skills. And uh, what they could do um, was that as a guy put intent to attack you, you could take that intent, no weapon formed against you can prosper. Now you can take his intent, turn it back on him because you had done nothing to him. You're technically using a mirror-type aspect, and you're re-inflicting it back, and you're making him throw himself all over the room 15, 20 feet away um, off of your thoughts. I mean, this is the kind of power that you have. They don't want you knowing this. Scared the hell out of them. And uh, so uh, as you begin to to realize this, I mean, uh, when it says you're fearfully and wonderfully made, fearfully, fearfully there, it means you are awesome. You are so dynamically awesome. You're wonderfully made. I mean, brother, you've been made to the... I mean, listen here. 
You are literally the image of a living God that's manifesting as you in and through a coat of skin that they called you. That's really the temple of a human being, a like serpent man. You're a woman, you're still a man. It's just you've got a womb and the other one's got a hang down thing. And uh, that's the only damn difference. But uh, as you begin to see this, uh, I begin to research into the starfire seed because I know that I can change uh, water. I can change tea. I can make it, I can imprint uh, uh, health into that, that glass of tea uh, with the cubes and so forth in it. And every sip I take is healing. And it will influence and restructure the water in the physical body, just like John Ellis's water machine will, uh, as a principle developed and given to him by uh, Victor Schauberger. And uh, he knew that nature, if you understood nature, you could do all this, because nature has to teach you some things. See, right now, man wants to learn the secrets of nature to control nature. Well, the problem of it is, we're not designed, we're not told to control nature other than the fact that we can redirect it, we can prune the garden of the field in the physical sense, external garden, and we can prune the field, the garden of our mind, uh, rearranging our thoughts, getting out and getting rid of the things, the limitations that we don't want. And so um, as you begin to think along these lines, and you begin to realize, that's why when you go back and you listen to Lifton and uh, this other lady, I don't recall her name, but uh, she listen, she is on the money. And she'll give you a simple mechanism of how to explode those limitations. Um, Jacob and I was going through this very business. And um, he was getting kind of frustrated, and I could see it in him. And I said, son, I said, you're still trying to do everything in the external." Once you understand the secret, you build it in your mind, just like Tesla. Then you can manifest it in physical reality because you already own it. Your genes, your chromosomes, things like that, they're a blueprint. They're not the building. They're only a blueprint. If you don't like the blueprint, you alter aspects of the blueprint so you can redirect your house. Yes, I got five of them good machines, Brother Levin. And uh, they do work awesome. You can take one gallon of the super restructured water and it'll 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 really soup up a hundred gallons. You can literally even take a gallon of the runoff, which is restructured also, but not to the intensity of say the E four or I, I think they got an E five now, the E four is really all you need. And um what it does is that when you put it in there, it'll restructure it, and you can send that water, a gallon to a hundred, to a lab, and they can tell that that water is now different because what he done was he learned the principle of stretching the molecule of water like you would stretch a rubber band under heat, and because it was stretched under heat, um, he injected a light frequency. Well, when he'd done the light frequency while the band of water was hot, he was basically changing it from eight-sided structure to a 12-sided molecular structure, 
and now it was increased in oxygen content because it had more surface area for it to attach to to that particular molecule. And so when it cooled down, it was different. Well, regular water couldn't alter it because that 12-sided empowered molecule, uh, it had no disease markers. In other words, it was like that pure uh, intent-focused mind. It could take and put the 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 hundred gallons of water to flight, so to speak, it could change it. A hundred to one, that's that's pretty that gum potent, you know what I'm saying? Well just think about that. The same type of principle occurs with your mind. And um uh um uh, I, I have big carts that we would set up and I would use, I would take people with the runoff. Uh, I had a lady from South Texas came, a real good friend. <laughs> Excuse me. And um, her and her husband were here and uh, B and I were talking to her and she had uh, arthritis real bad. Could hardly get up and get down. She couldn't ride for very long. And so we told her, I said, well, look, I'll tell you what I'll do. <clears throat> um, I'll draw you a tub of warm water. And I'll add a gallon of this to it. And I said, you go in there and just sit and soak in that water until, you know, it cools off and you want to get out. I said, but if you'll stay in there, you know, as long as you can, you know, before it gets cold on you, I said, uh, it's going to it's gonna stop that arthritic condition for about two weeks. Because I knew John Ellis had told me that's what they do. They run off, they run into a swimming pool. And uh, as they did, um, people would come in. They'd open up the, you know, the pool to people that were outside. And, man, people would come from everywhere to swim in that pool. And so they'd swim out there an hour or so and disappear. And, and uh, hell, they wouldn't have to come back for about two weeks. So I knew what it would do already. And sure enough, she did. And about a week, week and a half out, I get a phone call. Gary, I want one of those machines. I said, all right. So I told him what we had to do for her to get her one. And uh, I got a hold of John. And, uh, I mean, I don't know how many of them things I helped him move. But he just happened to be right at um, 9-11. And uh, so nobody had any money in New York. Well, I was able to, uh, uh, I had an elephant shall we say, you know, somebody with a big trunk. And um, so uh, I could negotiate. And so the guy told me, he said, look, he said, you negotiate the deal. I want one of them. Whatever amount of money you need, let me know. I'll buy it. He was the second largest electrical supply in all the state of Florida. And um, so I negotiated the deal. And, God, we got to help a whole bunch of people out. But uh, nevertheless, uh, the uh, all these different things um, um, that's what I'm talking about impregnating the water. You can do the you can energize the water just by your own mind. And uh, see Paul Kimmel, Dr. Paul Kimmel uh, is the one that first told me about it. I, I had never thought about it. And, uh, man, Paul was a physicist. I mean, I've got a formula that he wrote on this process of energizing the water. 
and had the patent on it. And um, I began to change the structure of water, and they would test it. And, I mean, it just blew him away, you know, what would happen, even though he knew he could do it. And um, um, as we done so, I began to come across, uh, they were talking about this um, 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 it's a it's a plasma generator, and once you energize the water over a period of time, um, in this they put so many around the you know and you use intent with it and it changes the molecular frequency, uh, much like you do in certain types of medication that's developed in say England, uh, where it, they'll have uh, 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 one uh, to one hundred thousandth of a part of a particular herb or whatever or an ingredient in that uh, particular uh, uh, pharmaceutical preparation that they make, and yet uh, those people will get healed from it, even though there's only 100,000, and it's really just taking on the electromagnetic vibrations of that particular solution, much like this this plasma photon energy system does. Well, damn, you're it. They're mimicking you. You can do anything. You have so much capability that uh, it, um, it, I mean, you can't tax God. Now, I realize that that's not the correct term, but once you tap into this divine likability, they can't tax it. And if you know how to think, they're not going to mess with you. You walk through their midst unharmed, unfettered, and unchained. But you're seeing in the story. They can't have someone that does not submit to Rome's power and authority. And so a lot of the things that you're seeing, although some of this occurred historically, but not at the time frame that you're being told it happens, like uh, they'll say the Messiah was crucified at 33 uh, A.D. Wrong. You're going to have to look for him between 60 and 70 A.D., and you're going to find that his name, it. it uh, 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 Jesus of Mala or uh, Isa, and uh, the reason they don't want to admit that is because he was Egyptian and Iranian. And so when you read in the New Testament where it said the Parthenians came, if you go back and do the ancient study history around that, over 100,000 Parthenian soldiers came in there with them three magi in regards to the birth of this child because he was a king in the lineage of a queen of Iran that was also a pharaoh princess. And, I mean, listen, you, you ain't been told the story. You don't even have half of it. But nevertheless, um, Ralph Ellis will give you a good update on a bunch of it. And, um, you know, I mean, everybody needs to have an open mind and learn if we're going to change things, because... Um, uh, you're at a time right now, your world probably in the next 60 to 90 days is going to be so drastically different than what it is right now today that uh, a man, like the fellow said, if you've got false teeth, you have better get uh, something to glue them in or keep your mouth shut because that libel will just drop smooth out. I mean, you'd be out here catching flies, so to speak, with your upper and your lower lip. But uh, nevertheless, uh, you can do this. I mean, you have this kind of power. Um, but as I looked at the menstruum, to get back to that topic, um, I was running my pendulum because I'm real good with pendulum. It's just like a chainsaw or a 
skill saw or a real fine Bosch uh, jig saw or maybe a vibra saw or, uh, uh, you know, if you know how to use it, I mean, it's excellent equipment. Uh, and uh, consequently, uh, uh, biscuit joiners and stuff, I mean, I've got good tools, and so that pendulum is a tool. That's all it is. The power of the authority, the, the electromagnetics that's created that makes it move is coming from this temple body and my thought and intent. And uh, so I began to go down the list of what was in blood and where the power of it was in the menstrual. And I get down to everything is, I know that the, uh, the pituitary and the uh, uh, pineal endocrine enzymes are, uh, are uh, contained in the menstrual. I know that it's iron-based. I know that stem cells in the beginning of a neonatal cell may be there, but yet the only thing you need is the stem because once you modify and alter it, you change the medium. And I understand about blood and the essential of it. So what is in it? At the height of ecstasy, if one knew what one was doing, that woman will generate a very, very high state of electromagnetic energy that will empower, just like you do water. And anyone in that field, two or three gathered together in my name, I am in the midst. You're having the interlocking, heterodyning um, interchange of, uh, of, of, let's say, three rodent-type coils because we can put all the inputs in we want. And as we begin to to uh, uh, grow and uh, cause these things to manifest, then we uh, can cause the rejuvenation in the physical body. Technically, what's happening is that you're learning to cross the Jordan, the race consciousness, so to speak, because that's really symbolizing what Jordan and Muddy Jordan is. It's the race consciousness, the mass unconscious, undeveloped mind. And as a Gadite, you can cross that Jordan with the face of a lion. In other words, you're ferocious. You, it doesn't make any difference. That water out there don't mean a damn thing to you. You skill the sword, the shield, the buckler, and the short sword, the broad knife. I mean, uh, that's part of David's 100. And uh, see, that's part of those that's in the outer court. They opened up and come in in power. But when you cross on over, as the, tender, as the spies did, Two of you are going to come back. Old Brother Joshua, another name for Jesus, Aisa, and a cat called Caleb, the faithful dog, to your Fidelis. Because that wolf in Genesis 49, there's your 13 now, go down to Benjamin's number, son of Yah in mean or mem. What does he do? He returns with the spoil and divides it among the kin, the light one. Well, what they find over there? They found them blue grapes, giant blue grapes. One cluster of them had to be hauled off on a stick, and it took Joshua and Caleb both to haul them. They found huge pomegranates over there. What the hell is that? But that's gum. That's like seeds in an ovary. That's like seeds of spermatozoa in the test seed. It has different colors if it's on a high priest garment. What is it, red? 
Oh, blue and purple. Well, red is the knowledge of the blood and how to use it. Blue is that it's star seed. It comes from on high, the heavenly origin. Purple, why? Because it is the color of divinity, royalty. I don't give a damn about their degrees and about their, their titles. That don't mean nothing. When you step into this realm and you activate what Israel is, and it ain't over yonder in the land of Palestine, damn it. They're scattered throughout the height and the breadth of this planet or plane, depending on how you observe it. Because what you think is, sometimes you might have to take a big dose of whip ass, you know, to wake you up. But it's not to hurt or harm or destroy you. It's to enlighten you. That's the benefit of the stop sign. Well, that's a good analogy there, 13, 12 ribs. Okay, if you went to Mount Ai on one side, the rubbish pile of self-strength, you had six Israelite or Hebrews that were crucified there. If you went to the other side, you were at Mount Bethel, the house of the El, Old Luz, the place of light. Six were crucified there. Why? Because he's telling you that the right and left hemispheres, the conscious left brain and the right super or sub, uh, subconscious brain, these two must work together. That's why Moses had two tablets. The two tablets were ten uh, uh, writings, five and five. That's your aspects of controlling the five senses from either side. They must work together. That's why the punji fibers connect the right and the left hemispheres through the corpus callosum in the brain. Well, as you rock on down and begin to understand how to do this, and you find someone that has power, you've walked into places and you can feel them. I mean, then uh, you walk into a store and you're reaching over to vegetable bin or something over there and you look up and there happens to be a woman or so or a man over there and all of a sudden, when you raise up, it, nobody said anything. Your, your eyes lock. You looked into the windows of the soul, and it was just as if you had an intimate exchange. Because you connected at the deep mind level. Well, if you learn to develop that, you can use the uh, gap. Hey. You can use the gap door and window, and you can reach up and open the same aspect in the mind. As you do this and you begin to bring your power online, you truly become the enlightened one. And those that are with you can affect and change anything. That's why two or three, whatever they ask, if they're in harmony, if they've got that energy pulled up with their direct intent, Oh, do tooty poo. There is nothing that shall not be done for them. Go read the story of Ephesians 6. You are in Ephesus. This is the place that Diana, the queen of heaven, come down. She's a symbol for the virtuous woman. She's a symbol for wisdom. She's a symbol for what you call Sophia. She fell. She was in a seashell. She shone. Uh, of, of being a, a sexist, so to so to speak, and 
Yes, she's got breasts covered all over. Why? If she's got breasts, she's given milk. So you desire the sincere milk of the word. We need to understand what the milk of the super uh, super conscious mind is so that we can grow thereby. That's the same symbol of Horus, Hathor the cow, uh, in, in Egypt when he's under Hathor suckling from her tit. Then you've got the apostle called Paul, the Roman Catholic apostle, so to speak, because that, they'll tell you that that's their letters. He's, he's, he's of them. Old Flavius Josephus, that's his other name. Well, what did he do? He said, desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. He knew that true thought and true understanding would cause you to grow and become enlightened. Before that baby ever gets to stake chewing time, going to be a lot of milk and a lot of pablum go down that little dude's throat or hers. So as you uh, uh, begin to see and understand this, notice there are weapons there. Every one of those weapons is a mental application. The helmet of salvation is the knowledge of the saving state and how to use or apply it. Past, present, and future is available to you now. I am the God that was, is, and ever shall be. Hell, it's right here, right now. I've got a handle on this, dude. Now, breastplate of righteousness, right application and knowledge. That's where your heart is, because if your heart and your understanding and your knowledge of the application is correct, you generate tremendous power from your heart. Shield of faith. Faith. Faith is really substance. The shield of the believing knowledge that you have, the things that will manifest your desire. It's not just a hope for you. You're activating the knowledge that you have this power. You have this authority, and you are directing it. It is going, and it is doing that which you have sent it forth to accomplish. Your loins, what are they? They're girded about with truth. Oh, damn. Going, you look. Oh, that's like girded up your loins, you know, where you seed and you, you shoot her and uh, you're... Uh, your garage is located, depending on what you are. But it's telling you to gird up the loins of your mind, the thoughts of your mind. Learn to focus and control your will and your intent and direct it. Then you're to have on your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. David said, that word's a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Look, you don't put a thought or a word down there on your foot. Put it on your understanding. So your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel. The gospel is the warrior's ghost spell. It is the mechanism to go forth. Hey, wait a minute. Take your great power and reign. I'm not coming out here for ass whipping. I'm coming out here to control this thing. That's what you have to learn to wake up and understand. You have this kind of knowledge. I don't mean the 30 off 6, and I've got a special made one. I don't use those weapons anymore. I don't require them. If I can turn a hurricane with my mind and make it miss me and mine, hell, governments don't know how to do that. And it says the sword of the spirit, the sword of the mind, where does it come? It's the flaming sword that comes out of your mouth. You can either destroy your health with it, or you can 
Just set yourself free and deliver yourself. You can heal yourself with it. That's what these weapons are. They're all mental, spiritual. Ain't down here in that damn building. Hell, you got to haul Becky down, Gulf States Utilities, uh, what's another one up there, uh, Clico. Uh, I mean, you you got to get them boys in there to fire up the, uh, in San Antonio at, uh, at, you know, whatever. But anyway, uh, as you begin to bring this knowledge online, uh, the devil is simply someone or something that is contrary to their good. And that's uh, defined for you and explained in Luke, the 10th chapter, where they sent out to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to cast out devils. They come back rejoicing, saying that even the devils are subject to us in my name. In the analogy, the Messiah teacher states, rejoice not because the spirit, S-P-I-R-I-T-S, and that word, if you look it up in Strong's Exhaustive Concordance, at that specific site, is number 4151 Strong's New Testament Greek, and it means the human mind. And so some dummy comes back and he says, Oh, no, that's got to be a devil. I mean, he's just next to God. He's bad out there. Well, let's read on down about two verses, and it said, In the self-same hour, the Messiah teacher rejoiced in spirit. Oh, guacamole. That's 4151 Strong's too. Now, we got a situation here, Houston. Either... The one you're calling your savior has got a damn devil. Or it don't mean what you think it means. It means that he has a human mind. God is a term good. And if you know how to use the thoughts of God, then in the colloquial sense, because that's all it means, it's not a true name of the ever-living. And even the pharaohs of Egypt worshipped a higher order of deity than you're told of, as do those that descended from um, those that uh, descended from space, or what they're calling heaven, uh, is really space. And Von Daniken's more accurately correct on that uh, than than the others. But uh, you can control that. You have their you have their genetics. You have the very best of NKEA in the construction. But yet you're in the image of a god. Go back to Ezekiel. You, you're really looking at, at DNA in one sense, but if you really look, hell, they build a helicopter, man, a hovering helicopter. Then they build a building for it to go in, all from Ezekiel's instructions. Literal things. As a record of what was, but there was three levels of understanding. And the powerhouse is the one that's in the spirit, the supermind. I'm going to get to Shekinah. She is the only one that has ever been known of as the true savior of Israel. Go back to Exodus. Don't come down here and tell me Jesus said you're savior. I know you do not know what in the Sam hell you're saying. You mean well but you just don't have the rest of the story. Because that's Shekinah, that's why it says, and she is a hen, covers her brood with her feathers, puts her feathers up, that hen will wear your butt out if you get out there and mess with them biddies. That ain't a man out there, that ain't a cock rooster, that's a hen. Mama knows who her babies are. Man may not, but mama knows. 
And like I said, there's some of them, I've seen them walk off from them, but the odds are 99% of the cases, uh, she's going to cover those those chicks, just like she did uh, bringing them out of Egypt, a state of bondage. Uh, bondage. You want the system to come down? You can't patch this system. This system has got so many holes in it, the little Dutch boy don't have enough fingers to plug all the holes in the dike. This whole system, the shining light on the hill may have started with good intent, but I'm here to tell you, somebody didn't put her lights out a long-ass time ago. Babylon, Bob Marley had enough sense to know that in the 60s and 70s. He touring Babylon by a bus. Where was he? In the United States Continental Contiguous. Okay, Jim, let me come up there. I'm going to throw it back to you, and you can kind of rag you with me there a little. Yes, sir, brother. I mean, even if they go back and listen to his music, they're going to find out that it's it's all talking about spiritual things. They think because he smoked ganja that that it's all out there. They just they don't even know that ganja is a sacred plant, and it's even in the Bible. Well, if he went down to Canaan, Cana, and it's the marriage feast of Cana. Cana is an offshoot from the root term Kanakane Botham, and it means the ganja feast of marriage because it was known to the Sake Sentians, Sake, I Sake, Isaac sons, the sons of laughter. Uh, listen here. <laughs> they, they, these people don't know their history. They, they've been fighting their good from day one. That's why the Jesuit said, if you'll give me a child the first six years of his life, he'll never depart. He will be a Catholic all his life. Well, hell, I don't want to be a Catholic. That's <laughs> the empire religion of Rome. Somebody said, well, are you a Christian? I said, no, hell no, not like you think. <laughs> Well, do you believe Jesus is Lord? I said, well, I understand what it means, but it's not quite like you think it means either. I said, but I will tell you this. If you can take the meaning of Jesus as an enlightened state of mind, and you can operate them four letters, yod, hey, bob, hey, which is the term you're calling Lord, I said, oh, now I can I can take names and uh, straighten out situations with that. I believe you the devil. Be careful now. You might be messing with a guy that comes out of the Gadarenes down there, and you might be like the seven sons of Sheba, and you may want to jump, but I'm telling you what I got in me, liable to come out and just wear your ass out and break all your chains. You need to get your head screwed on straight before you start running your mouth, boy. Yep, and it says God is not mocked. Oh, listen, I had that happen literally one night at... uh, (laughs) At Walmart, I was at the bayou. We'd been up the farm, and we were at Lake Charles down there. And uh, this guy come in, and we were talking. And uh, he walked up to my wife at first. He said, do you know him? She said, yes, I do, but you might talk to that man right over there. And she pointed him over to me. He walked up, and, boy, he was just full of it, bless his heart. Do you know him? I said, well, who are you asking me do I know? He come back and fired up a little bit. I turned it around and I started explaining it to him. 
And uh, we were walking on back to the back, you know, it was milk and eggs back there. And so I was walking that way. He was walking along just to, he, he'd come back every now and then with a strong one, you know. And I turned it around and finally when we got just about even with the potato chip aisle, about two from where you needed to turn, he uh, he come out and told me that he rebuked me. And he done it in the name of Jesus Christ. And I turned around and looked at him. I said, son, before you go to rebuking anybody, you better find out the true name of the living creator. And that ain't it. I said, now, I perceive that your intent is good. I perceive that you are full of zeal for the knowledge of what you believe is truth and righteousness. Sir, but you really need to get your head screwed on straight and go get you a Bible and get in there and find out what them words mean before you go to try and rebuke anybody. I said, so I'm going to allow you to leave with good intent. That man broke and run. He run to get out of that store. I've never seen him again for about six or seven months. But when I seen him again, he waved at me with a big smile and walked up. I guess he done found out. Because he, he wasn't all up in the air like he was before. He was stretched tighter than a, a gnat's ass over a 55-gallon rain barrel. <laughs> oh, y'all have a blessing. Man, that poor little darling back there with that Israel is a pure white race. Sir, the number white and the word white is telling you about the full spectrum of light. Israel is one that has the fire of a God activated. It's not just a bloodline of people. The reason they were called Hebrews is was because of the fact it was explaining that that was an individual or group of individuals that knew how to cross over in their mind to activate this aspect. I know you mean well, too. But I know that there's a few more lines to that story you need to really get an understanding on. Um, I've been down this seed ladder business. Um, I understand it. I know exactly. Buddy Johnson, a whole lot of those those guys. Uh, I mean, some of them are really some smart people, but they teach more in the physical. They do not use and apply the true spiritual knowledge. And this is what you're going to have to come to. You keep farting around back there. It's kind of like we'd be in the woods and we'd be running uh, some high-powered hounds, and you'll hear one of them old boys, uh, he'll bring a pup out, you know, and maybe the mama dog's in there, you know, because she's going to train the little one. And uh, he'll be back in there, and they'll be barking and running on a coon's track, you know, and and uh, you'll hear him because he can hear his pup in there on the back end, and he'll holler, Jake, get up there and get off behind the pit and get on a front one, boy. <laughs> He's telling that dog, get up there and get in the game, you know. And and <laughs> that's the only thing you need to do is you kind of need to get off the back tit and get up here on the front tit and get some understanding, and, uh, and hell, you'll do fine. Brother, guess 12. 
wants you to speak to the Gnostic idea of twining. Of what? Twining, T-W-I-N-N-I-N-G. <laughs> I don't know if I know it by that term. Um, I know a lot about Gnosticism because it's the system of knowledge is really what it is. It's based on Sophia principles. And if you were the Nicene, then you would know the serpent uh, knowledge, the uh, referring to the light energy knowledge, and uh, they were set apart groups of people. Define what you're referring to as twining, please. Oh, he's saying twins. Twinning. It was all stuck together at those twining. It's twinning. You know, like twins. The Gnostic idea of twins. Uh-oh. He's looking at the either-or duality. That's really what, what that that twin aspect is referring to, if I'm understanding what he's asking, or who, she, whatever. Um, we are the, a twin. Jacob and Esau is in the same womb. They're told it's two different entities because it's relating one that can convert, let's say, in the right side and change his mind by study of Scripture, the true knowledge, and one that was of the earthy man, Esau, being read the Edomite. And what happens is that that is normally speaking referred to the uneducated left-brain conscious mind. And if it's not educated, it can't wash the subconscious mind because it will not know the the, the procedure, the the methodology, etc. And so when you you hear people, they'll get in there and see if you can teach them, and the just the literal, they'll get some good out of it. But there are more things, um, and. Um, as you begin to look at this, that's great, number seven, you're on the path to, to washing. Correct. As you wash these limitations out, see, uh, uh, Hermes told the secret to his son, Tat. Tat, Taute, is in reference to the enlightened God of reasons, talking to the conscious mind. And notice what, what Hermes says. You could call Hermes uh, 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 Enoch. You could call him Thoth. Uh, he's a scribe of... Uh, he's a master of three excellencies, the outer court, middle court, most holy court, being conscious of and what we call the superconscious mind today. And um, he said, my son, there is a race, even a body of people. Well, he's calling them a race, and he's calling them a body of people. But notice what he defines them as. These individuals are never taught. Wait a minute, who do what he? They're never taught for the higher mind is operating in them. These, my son, are they that are the immortal race. In that same scenario, he said they inhabit all parts of the known world. So it's not a a specific geographical location. They're everywhere. 
Many of you have entertained angels, messengers, those that had the angle, the knowledge of, of white light and the spectrum. I'll go places to run energy and heal, and they say, what color are you using? I said, white. They said, why are you using white? I said, because I got every, all the rest of the colors that's involved in it. I'm going to give them a dose of everything. That way they can take what they need. It's like if you go to a, a buffet. You go, and you get what it is to your liking, and you consider what you want to pay for it, and uh, you get enough to do you some good, but not enough that you got to throw it out. And so as you begin to understand, um, you you begin to change and do. Um, you'll learn to where you control headaches and fevers, and um, you can alter sicknesses at great distances. Because once they've stepped into that vibrational sequence or plane, uh, then uh, they take and uh, they can vibrate in a constructive mode. Now, you run energy on some people, and they can't feel this, they can't feel that. Why? Because they're out of phrase with that frequency of thought. They're going the opposite direction. That becomes destructive. In other words, it cannot construct and change anything. It's only according to their belief, their limitation. So he went and he prayed for people in many places, and they couldn't be healed. And he said it marbled him at their unbelief. Well, belief is perception. So if your perception is good God and healing, life and abundance, then it's not death, sickness, loss, calamity, and cursing. You have literally made a choice. Unbelief is the latter. It is the opposition to your good. And that's basically exactly what Moshe was telling you, and that there is a Menhotep the fourth, also called Akhenaten. And if you look at Joseph, Joseph had four wives. <laughs> well, I mean, that sounds like Mohammed. He had four wives. Why? He understood the principle, the four winds, the electromagnetic aspects of, of the kingdom and how to bring those powers online in the physical body and in your family or cohabitive unions in the physical. And he had several concubines as well as Pharaoh Joseph. That's where he and Imhotep are both buried is at the step pyramid that's in Egypt. But yet we know that Joseph was also a Pharaoh and ruled in this country for a certain period of time up around Ohio and had been out to the Grand Canyon there uh, at the Temple of Osiris and Isis. They have taken that knowledge from you. We're made in the image of a God. We have male and female. These two aspects are one flesh, one manifestation. Well, you call it Jim, Gary, Bill, Bob, I mean, uh, Denise, uh, uh, whoever. Male or female, you're two entities in one. That's the true duality. The knowledge of the male and female, the one and the zero in binary code, so that you can cause an input to the machine assembly language because in reality, your cells or your genes are kind of like computer chips. You can modularize them and go in and access whatever crystal liquid you want. You are that crystal. You are that liquid. Crystal, because you and I can 
can reflect and use that power of divinity to operate in and through us. And depending on how well we can do it is depending on how well and how beautiful the diamond of light we have become. It is a revolution of the mind, number 12. It is very simple. It is the simplest thing that there is, the simplicity of the ghost bell. But I'm here to tell you the depth of this water. And, man, it's got more jewels in it than you can shook nine sticks at and say hallelujah. Yes, I know Wesley Swift. I've got some of Wesley's teachings. I've also, I also know uh, Bertrand Compare. Bertrand had also one of the uh, um, uh, only uh, uh, available copies of the uh, Alexandrian Bible. But the word got around, and he come home one afternoon, and a bunch of black shirts had done come in there and took that Bible. Uh, yeah, I know. I know these people. I understand this. This ain't my first rodeo, friend. But I'll tell you what Bert uh, Comparet told you. He told you openly on some of his sermon tapes, if you'll go back and listen, I'm not going to tell you the secret. He told you flat out he was not going to tell you what he really meant. I don't give a damn what you say. That's out of his own mouth. Outstanding, number seven. I expect I don't expect her to do anything else. That other aspect is gone. It is no more. She is totally new. She is totally different. She's been transformed. See, when you take that cell, it's not the genetics that's behind it. It's not the chromosome structure that's in it. Although, let's say if I'm breeding cattle or horses or dogs or sheep and I want a certain thing, I do use a genetic complement. I do use their chromosome structure and so forth because I'm looking for certain characteristics ideally in the physical. Now, because of that, I know that if I create the proper environment for them, their perception is going to be to do what I want them to do. That will become their belief. And when I'm through with them, they're going to think they're world champions if it's a coon dog, because that's what I train. And as such, when we retrain that little darling's mind, oh, my, we put the correct environment around her genetics, around her chromosome structure. And because that new input, that new blood, that living energy from all of us directed to her, she felt it in her heart. It changed her electromagnetic energy in her heart. Oh, man, she had the right statement to tell you. And because you were open and receptive in your mind, you was able to straighten out your daughter. You happened to be at a place that when the visitation came, you knew how to reach out and latch hold to it, and you were able to transfer that energy to her just like Wade does with the people he comes up with. Oh, absolutely. You give her a hug and a kiss and tell her we love her.
Number seven, uh, somebody is uh, asking you. Number 13 is saying, are you her guest? Uh, in, in other words, they're really trying to figure out, I do believe, if you're her daddy or whatever. Yep. Absolutely, daddy. And he will do. She will read better. Uh, and and when you take that um, study habits by Frank Barnes, when she comes in the afternoon and uh, she wants to take a nap, just let her put it on at that time, lay down, take a nap on that tape. When the tape's over with, if she stays asleep, let her stay there. If she wakes up, and let her do, you know, whatever study she's got to, you know, feed her good um, and, and whatever. Then when it's bedtime, you take that tape and you put it on. Now, I used to buy um, an auto-reverse tape. You can do that with a CD. You can, you know, transfer that over to a CD um, and put it on, uh, on repeat play. And so all during the night, you're going to hit them 120 minutes that the gate of her subconscious and superconscious mind is open. And see, by carrying them to certain frequencies of thought, uh, from the time that a child is in the womb in Delta, when they wake up and come out, let's say, in Theta, uh, there is no resistance. Whatever you tell them, that's automatic input. I mean, it, they don't block it. It's just, it's a fact. Then they do that up until they hit somewhere around 7 six and a half to seven. They'll come on up into alpha wave and they'll learn to do, but they will have learned 90% of everything they'll know by the time they're seven normally. Well, let's say that they didn't get that benefit, that type of training, no problem. By playing that tape and doing it at the times that you're doing it, she's coming in to rest in the afternoon or when she's getting ready to go to bed at night, you're programming direct into the subconscious, superconscious mind, and it's going to help change that limitation, I would take children from F to A in 7 to 30 days, depending on what age group they were in. My daughter is in her 40s. Dana, I mean, listen, she blew them away. And uh, the other daughter is who's who back to back two years. <laughs> who's who in American high school students. I mean, both of them are pretty sharp. But uh, Dana would take, uh, she got a full honor scholarship, and the company tried to get her, and I told her, hell no, I'd kick her ass so hard that uh, her butt cheeks, uh, she'd think they were earrings on her earlobes. And uh, so that stopped that crap because I knew enough about it. I would not let her get in there. And uh, but she'll, pr she'll brush up today. Using that tape, if there's something really hard she's got to do, she'll prep about a week or two before she goes a few times, just doing refreshers maybe two, three times a week. And uh, the night before she's got to do, when she gets up the next day, she's fully refreshed. She's mentally alert and quick. And, uh, I mean, bang, 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 bang. I mean, she does outstanding. <laughs> I love it. Oh. Well, how is little mama doing? She's doing pretty good with all this. MJ out. Love you, MJ. 
Number seven, uh, little mama still uh, good with the program, huh? Your wife. Outstanding. Outstanding. Jim, uh, why don't you take this thing and run with it a little bit here? We've run just about, what, an hour and hour and 21 minutes, something on the order of that. Uh, I, I hope I've given you enough to kind of chew on tonight because uh, uh tell you something, you get a handle on this right now. You literally, within just a day or two, can change your life, just like that little girl. And in one session, we changed her. We created a new environment. Our environment is an intent of constructive good, of constructive healing. And that gum, she accepted it. And the families accepted it. This is things that you can do. What kind of price can you put on something like that? Oh, well. If you've done it for commercial purposes, you're a Babylonian. If you're a Babylonian that converted under Belul about 1,400 years ago, you're a Khazari uh, Ashkenazi. They teach and go in opposition. But if one of them were to wake up, understand, and change, they could come in too. There are certain things that you can do that prevent you from coming in forever, so to speak. Be careful what you do to people. The judgment you judge, you bring that crap right back on you. Now, I'm here to tell you some of that's worse than skunk piss or skunk musk. Tomato juice out there ain't sad enough to take it off. Jim, give me a little break here. No, I understand, brother. I was just trying to keep the line here. But, you know, because this call is, you know, we're talking about this, you know, the mind, spirit, and body. We're not talking about taxes and all that other stuff. If you're going to do that, well, go that's, some wounds. That's correct. I mean, uh, here's the deal. If we stay on point, we want to give people the things that they're going to require, and they're going to require them right now pretty damn quick. Uh, that's why the more that they can see and the more they can learn, the more they can do. Um, uh, you can do this for yourself. Once you, I can't take and teach all of you people how to take and touch a particular thing and change it because all of you don't have enough ideas that's uh, in harmony with that to be able to accomplish that. That's why I, uh, a lot of times they want me to try to, to do a call to where everybody on the call does certain things. I'm going to teach you how to heal first. Once I teach you how to heal, you'll have an understanding of enough how to go about using this knowledge to heal the land and the people in general. we got people out there right now. They're, they're so damn much at war and fighting themselves. The only thing they can see, you got to be white, period. They don't even know what the hell it means. No, you got others over there, the only thing they can think about is a damn law book. And I'm here to tell you, the courts are crooked. You can forget that crap, but you can control them. But you have to learn to use your mind. 
you know, they don't understand what's coming up, you know. I mean, they're going to understand right quick. It's kind of like this. I heard this black lady in Houston today uh, or in Beaumont, and she was talking about the children. They, they don't have any idea about this kind of calamity. They don't have any idea about this. I looked over at Shawnee, and I said, they do now. I mean, like 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 the good book says, to look up. They better look up when they see what's coming, and they might. <laughs> like all I can say is, they might crap their pants. I understand. They... See, we got somebody here. Like he said, there's no righteousness in the law. If I read the law with the literal understanding that it's written with Moses then the veil of ignorance would be on my face. But if I read that true law that does not change, that's why it's on a rock. It's telling you it's a sure foundation. You've got to build your house upon that type of knowledge. Then, then you can say to the mountain or whatever, you can command the situation. And it is a true and living law. But if you don't understand the secrets of what it's being talked about, you're right. You're still wearing the veil of Moses. Mine does not see skin color. I love you. Boy, you got that right. Because you see, we're all spirits. You're just playing the part of a whatever. And if you pass over at the time that a new set of genetics has come up and, and they're perfect for you to come back in your next plane of existence or manifestation to go higher and gain more experience in this space-time continuum or hereafter, it could be male, female, it could be dog, cat. Why do you think the Hindus get so damned upset over killing a cow? And if you go back and you read in certain aspects in those scriptures and understand what they're talking about, whoo, son, I mean, it, it make you do some serious thinking. You have to really find out what it is that's going on. And as you do that, then you can help people. Um, that's correct, 17. It is the rod of his mouth, and with his breath he slays them. But I'm here to tell you, he could only do it by having the knowledge of the kingdom and the application of the true living law. That way, his word is law, just like yours will be. Once you learn how to walk in it and become one with it, the ever-living will operate in and through you, and God ain't never wrong. I realize that's a colloquial term, but nevertheless, you get my understanding. You'll be with the totality of the infinite spirit until it's time for you to reincarnate or transition to another plane of existence. There's a whole lot of knowledge that's been hid from you. Not that it's not there. It's just that they have flat taken it and hid it. And they hid it because they didn't want you to have power. My people perish without knowledge. Bruce Lipton will tell you knowledge is power. I say it's only power if you use it. However, he also uses it in this sense. 
If one does not have knowledge, he or she has no power. He is correct in that sense. Going to smite the earth, it's going to smite the physical limitations, those that are bound strictly by matter. They have to change. Woman with the issue of uh, blood for 12 long years. 12 long years, that's like 12 faculties of thought. In every aspect of her thinking, she was uh, practicing or uh, having what you might term amenorrhea, a continual uh, blood flow. She, she was a continual uh, uh, menses flush. Therefore, she could not become fruitful and multiply. But when she understood the secret, she said within herself, if I but touch the hem of the garment, why the hem of the garment? Because the hem of that garment is a blue phylactery. And it was symbolic of touching the right application of the knowledge of the true living law. She instantly was healed. The Messiah, in the analogy, said, who touched me? Who did he touch? He touched the me. He touched the divine self within us all. He felt the virtue go out. That little girl felt the virtue go in. We feel it go out because we sin it. Think about what you're saying and what you're reading. But some of them read the literal aspect instead of the mental spiritual aspect of it. That's what I said. There's three there's three levels of understanding. And uh that's why I said some of this stuff out by lifting because uh it'll help them. I mean, um I, I tell Jacob, I give Jacob different uh, things than the girls and um the reason I do is because I know they hear me all the time. And uh, that can be a, a dangerous thing in some ways is because it becomes too commonplace to them. Uh, they know it. And boy, let me tell you something. You jack one of them real quick, they light you up. You know? I mean, they can tell you right now. Uh, and uh, But the thing of it is, is that I'm still having to prepare them. I'm still having to teach them and train them up in the ways of insight and enlightenment so that they can go on. I don't want to make them a Gary. I want to teach them to be what they can be. They're going to go on. They're going to teach others. They're going to have other experiences. They're not me. I'm not them. I'm just here to endeavor to teach them, to shape them, to prepare and mold them. And um, uh, you just have to give people what they can swallow. Some people out there just want to sit down on the hillside and see somebody create and bring forth loaves of bread and fish. The rest of them, you know, they're looking for the biggest and best show in town. Some of them, they're like blind Bartimaeus. He says, Jesus, Jesus, thou son of David. Boy, if you understood what that means. How have mercy on me. He healed him and gave his sight. There's a lot of blind Bartimaeuses out there. Would to God that they would want to be healed and gain their sight. Yeah. Doesn't it say the letter of the law killeth? 
Oh, yeah, the letter of it will, because that's the literal meaning of it. That's why I said, if they're just reading it in the literal, they're, they're still following in, in behind the veil of Moses. They don't know nothing. That's why I said, uh, they that read Moses are, are uh, still behind the veil of ignorance. They don't know. They have no understanding. I mean, it don't mean they're bad people. It's just, they just flat-ass don't know. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, there's things that I just knew I knew. And it was all good and well until I acted on some of that stuff that I thought I knew. And, oh, my goodness gracious, sake alive, guacamole. <laughs> it ain't what you know. It's what you know that ain't so that can kick your butt. And we're at a time right now you got to know. Jim, I love you. I'm going to back out of here uh they hadn't got back on my deal. I don't know how the hell you turn this down phone off. I guess you just punch that red button right there. But anyhow, uh let me uh let me um reach over here and and uh select all and uh copy. All right. Come on, rigmarole. I see what we got here. Let's uh, let me kind of ease this direction, and I can tell you right quick whether we in the game or not, brother Jim. Yes, sir. All right. Let me get to a compose. Okay. Bang bang. And a paste. Oh, we in the game, brother Jim. Yes. Look, blessings to each and every one of you. Um, I really hope you think about this tonight because I'll tell you something, there's some of these secrets that are right here that if you can get a grasp of them, you can do anything. You can change your entire life, your entire world. And uh, I love you all. I mean, uh, I do this all the time because of the fact it's a labor of love. I mean, um, what best could I give you? I could give you gold and silver and precious stones. But if I can give you the knowledge of the secrets of life and how to gain that crown of righteousness and life everlasting during this lifetime, oh, now I'll give you something. Shalom, prosper. Be in health, Jim. Love you, Jim. Shalom. Same to you, brother. Shalom. Folks, this has been a great call. And... Uh, all I'm saying is, you know, when you come in there putting other things in there, when we're on top, we'd like to stay on top of the, what about the call's about. And like White Wolf was saying earlier, there's some things coming that people have no clue. They need to look up and see what's going on because the TV's not going to tell you and the government ain't going to tell you. But I think you might check out the, um, you know, YouTube and other places. I mean, on the 23rd, there's supposed to be an alignment taking place that agrees exactly with Revelation, the 12th chapter. And if you go on YouTube, you'll find some of those things of what a lot of astronomers has found out and a lot of other people. And... uh, and look up what they're talking about, the great red dragon, and how it has to do with Revelation 12. You might be surprised. 
with that, I want to thank each and every one of you for coming tonight. May Yahweh bless you, keep you in perfect divine health, and may all your dreams come true that are good, good, and very good. Blessings and prosperity to each one of you. Shalom, prosper, be in perfect divine health. I'm going to end the call. Thank you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.